0: Hello everybody and welcome to Hooligan Radio I'm your host Isaiah, I'm about to pump you with the most pop culture-y podcast of all time I'm flanked by my co-host, my my star, which one am I going
1: to pick? Me, me Alright, I pick Zach said star, <laughs> <Set> star. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my Patrick star to my Spongebob And then my other Spongebob, Josh, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. Uh, it's oh, nice to... one here. I know. <laughs> uh, it's nice to be here on a beautiful day. It's finally beautiful outside, and I'm loving it.
0: Oh, yeah, you guys finally got the nice weather. Have you got out to play any, any b-ball with the boys? Uh,
2: once so far, a couple of weeks ago, and then, obviously, there was Mother's Day and stuff. Did so. you get into a fight? Um, no, we did not get into a fight, but we when? found a park that we you know actually it's a good outdoor park and then the next time we go all of the nets are either gone or ripped so you got to love it hell yeah it happens
0: yeah dog i always wondered what the you know the net impact on the on the actual basketball game is
1: pretty severe probably not really but psychologically it's pretty severe i'm not going to lie
0: yeah i always feel like shooting basketball on a hoop with no net is the fucking worst absolutely but Let's get this episode started, and uh, I'd like to disclaim, if you're listening to this on the podcast platforms, we are live on Twitch, so if there's anything that might not make sense, you might want to tune in at twitch.tv slash hooliganradio. Um, The VOD will be available uh, for a week, which means by the time this episode comes out, it should be there yeah because this one will come out on wednesday yeah. um so you could check out the VOD um if you're on the second episode after this then probably not but let's get it started guys i have a new a secondary addiction i'm still very addicted to formula one do not get me wrong but my new binge worthy tv show is amish mafia on discovery plus oh yes so let me give you a little preface on how this came to be and came into my life and then I know that Zach has infinite questions for me.
1: Already overflowing.
0: Yeah. So I got invited to play my first ever D and well, my second ever D and D campaign. The first one was a terrible time and we were in college, but this, this one, I decided I'm going to play a monk, but the monk is actually going to be Amish. So instead of being, you know, the typical Shaolin monk, I'm an Amish person who's a monk. So I figured out, I was like, oh, I should do some character study. So I went on YouTube to watch some videos about the Amish. And then I got this the trailer for Amish Mafia. And then desperately tweeted out, hey, how can I get that Discovery Plus, though? And my sister said, hey, I got an account. You can make a little sub-account on it. And so I started watching Amish Mafia on Discovery Plus. And, dude, let me tell you, that shit is a trip. It is the most crazy show i've ever seen in my whole life it is like the most dramatized show i've watched in a very very long time mm-hmm. um there's a love triangle in the first season um there is uh there's an exorcism in the second season <laughs> there is <laughs>
1: Hell yes, we're breaking categories.
0: There are this. four seasons of this show, and I am in the third one, and it is absolutely the most ridiculous show I've
2: ever watched in my whole life. So and that's my first a, question. You're good, go. Zach. Oh, I was going to say, is this a reality show or a. Yes,
0: it is a reality okay. show that has had multiple times on figuring out if it is scripted or not. They have episodes in the seasons where they like are doing, you know typical reality show interviews and they're being like, are you guys really Amish? And they're like, yeah, we're Amish. We're in the big book of Amish people. And like, it is absolutely nuts. There's, so there's one guy who's like the main guy. He's like the one that they're following. His name is Levi. And, he like runs what they call Amish aid, which is like insurance for Amish people. So if you get sick or something, you would go to Levi and he would like, you know, give you some money to try to get you until you're, you're, you're all better or something along those lines. Or if you know your horse and buggy gets broken or something, and you need a little bit of money to cover the gaps, he normally helps you. And as you can tell, that might, that generally leads to uh pocketing of a little extra cash. So that's what I've been into. I will take further questions at this point. Is this still
1: an active show?
0: I don't think it's an active show. I think that it's from the, the 2010s.
1: Okay. because so I remember seeing a little bit of it. So I didn't know if it was still on or if it was like in and out or if it was just like, all right, this is what we had. Here you go. I'm watching yeah, it looks th-
2: like it aired from 2012 to 2015.
0: Yeah, I'm watching the um I'm watching the third season right now, and yeah, it is absolutely insane. So I've got one more season, so maybe I'll find out why it got canceled
1: after that. So so now as our Amish expert on the podcast, how are they allowed to have cameras and like essentially a full video? video crew on there and still live the Amish lifestyle. Isn't that sort of like a big no, no. Yeah. So different aspects. Okay. So
0: Levi, the main character, um, was never baptized in the Amish church. So he can do things outside of the Amish way. Um, and some of the other, so there are different sects of Amish, like Mennonite and brethren and stuff like that, that are a little less strict. Um, but basically, it's all, like, if the bishop of the Amish church, like, doesn't say anything, then it's, like, free game. So they might disapprove of it, but just not say anything in particular to to these people. So, But, like, all of the other Amish people in the show that aren't, like, you know, characters in the show, they're all blurred out because... There's, like, a belief that if you have your picture taken or stuff like that, that it's bad for your soul or something along those lines.
1: Interesting. Yeah,
0: it's absolutely crazy. I mean, it all revolves around this group of Amish people in Pennsylvania, and then there's another group of Amish people in Ohio that end up, like, trying to invade and take over operations in the Pennsylvania sect, and it's like... They eventually get involvement from the Kentucky sect, and there's even, like, a part where one of the guys, the guy who's, like, uh, quote-unquote possessed, is, like, kidnapped and sent off to Amish rehab, which is questionable at best. They had, like, a mental health professional on, be like, yeah, the means that they use there are not proven, and they are actually probably more detrimental to that person's mental health. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck?
1: In that defense, that was like half the facilities in the sixties. Yeah, uh, at the seventies. So yeah, imagine that they're running
0: they're running facilities not from the sixties or seventies, but from the nineteen hundreds level of understanding.
1: All right, so it's like so. There's at least two mafia families. So what are they essentially fighting over? Is it like territory? Are they fighting over some sort of trade or business that they're doing? Yeah, is it just the insurance business essentially that you mentioned that Levi's doing? So
0: the yeah, so the Amish people, like the Amish businesses and stuff, when they make they pay money, like to the to Levi, who's like the Amish aid guy, right? Yeah, so he's in charge of that money, and obviously you know he skims some off the top. You know, like in in mob movies where they're like, okay, you need to pay up your. Your dues or something bad might the happen. The protection to you. fees. Yeah, 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 that's basically it. Is they are in charge of the protection fees, and so the guy who's running Ohio is like, "Oh, I could make more money if I run Ohio and Pennsylvania." So he's trying to take over protection for Pennsylvania.
2: Of course, okay. of course, it uh, involves Ohio.
0: <laughs> of course,
2: bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I thought it was interesting, I'm just looking into it. it, even though the last season was in 2015, it doesn't look like it was ever officially cancelled or ended by um, you know, Discovery, and it says here, as a matter of fact, that the creator of the show actually claimed there would be a season 5, but it has yet to ever release, so I guess they just stopped making it and then... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's I, I know that it's like, obviously, it's television, it's reality TV, it's dramatized. But some of the things I'm like, what the fuck? Um, in the last season I was watching, there was a there was a kid that was working for Levi that um was messing with the bishop's daughter, uh, which was not not OK. Um, So Levi and him and his crew made him disappear. And the producers were like, so like what happened to Caleb? And they're like, we don't want to talk about it. And then they were just like, Caleb has not responded to any of our calls or requests to attend an interview, <laughs> or we do not we have not seen Caleb since <laughs> since those events. And I was like, Did they fucking murder this guy? <laughs> what the fuck? Like found footage horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Some of the shots are like that. And obviously, you know, you the like drummed up uh dramatization there's like a guy explodes a buggy you know like you would see in a on a mafia movie where they blow up a car and he like walks away without looking at the explosion like it is prime television guys dude, i'm wow. telling you it is out of this fucking world dude <laughs> If you had Discovery Plus, I, like this would have been a see it, play it, skip it, and except for the fact and that see I've I've it. watched see <laughs> three seasons in like a week, and I, I was that. like, I think that you guys would definitely enjoy a viewing of at least some of Amish Mafia.
1: <laughs> I remember watching an episode, or I've seen an episode or two when it was like on Discovery Channel, because I remember like them. I remember some girl. Uh, and there was like a feud between her and it might've been the love triangle that you're talking about, but that was like the biggest thing. And I was just like, I could do without this. And I changed it, but I was, I could only imagine. F- taking that from the very beginning and then taking it just to that point alone had to be a ride on its own.
0: Yeah, it is crazy. It is like, so I've been watching it with Bailey and she's in the chat right now. And she mentioned the hut parties. So basically like, Amish way you would think you know there's no good way to party so they the Amish aid or these guys they they throw parties that have like cover charges of upwards to a hundred dollars to get in and then these kids just get hammered and like party out and do drugs and shit it is the craziest shit I've ever seen bro
1: hell yeah so would that be your job in the mafia Or what job are you taking in the Amish Mafia? Oh, yeah. And Josh's question will go to you, too. You can make up a job if you since you haven't seen it.
0: So um, Levi is like the boss. He doesn't, you know, do any of the dirty work. I think that that would be that would be be the choice place to be for me. All right.
2: I, I would be the guy that they send if they ever get into a situation where they need to. Talk their way out of it. They would send me to try to bullshit, <laughs> yeah. bullshit our way out of it. The talking guy. Yeah. Before Tarula, you know persuasion they, check on the way. Yeah. Before out. they go in, go actually into battle, I'd be the one the to try way. to smooth things the over. Smooth
1: talker. What about you, Zach? They might just go for the driver of the buggy at this point, or the butter churner. He has a simpler <laughs> life, <laughs> but he also is involved in less of the possible crimes. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. There's. Oh yeah. Um,
0: there's an episode where one of the like Amish people is growing psychedelic shrooms on his farm and Levi is not okay with that. What part of Ohio is this in? (laughs) This is in, in Pennsylvania. It's in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And, um, one of the guys on Levi's crew, Levi goes, you need to try those to check to make sure that they're the psychedelic ones. And he eats it and it's just shroomed the fuck out just on a farm like <laughs> like okay let's get you
1: home like <laughs> he's just all right buddy having an existential
0: crisis on this
1: You just have one of the office like interviews of the guy staring into the camera Pupil's huge just yeah. please help
0: it is absolutely incredible highly recommend i like i said i had to seek out discovery plus in order to watch it because the trailer alone was good enough to uh to, to sell it on you guys.
2: Yeah, I don't have Discovery Plus, but I've heard about it, and I think it's one of the services that starts at only, like, $5. I don't think it's anything Yeah, it's a cheaper crazy. one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's. I, I was looking through it the other day, and I was like, ah, yes, this is where all of the trash TV that I, I saw, like, an episode or two, give or take, when visiting my parents or something, and being like, hmm, I wonder what that's about. Now I'm like, oh, now I have all five seasons.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, uh, Discovery also is the channel, you know, they have all the, you know, ghost adventures and all those kind of shows as well on there, so definitely has an audience. I
0: was going to say, and I think I saw Planet Earth as well, so, you know, for all my stoners in the chat who love to get high and then watch Planet Earth, that's fucking right up your alley. But I think that's enough shilling of Discovery Plus, unless they want to pay for an ad break here. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. They don't Ah. even have to, just send us a subscription. Yeah,
0: comp our subscriptions. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I want the one without water. the ads, please, so I can
0: watch <laughs> the most Amish Mafia per ca- per hour <laughs> possible. But how
1: will you learn about the other Discovery Plus shoes they're <laughs> going to force upon you?
0: Okay, so now, Zach, would you like to introduce your top three for this episode? Uh,
1: I guess. I'm nervous. I still haven't fully decided. I have about four going through my head of the different top threes we're going to do. Alright, go, I'm gonna have you pick a number between one and four. <laughs> He's gonna one spring it here. on us, just straight up. Exactly, straight I'm not up. I'm going on the one it.
2: that you said. I'm three. not too sure
1: anymore. Three. You want three? All right. So we did. We are going with items you expect to be in, expect <laughs> to have had by now that you ex, the, see. This is the reason why we. This went is why you decided one. not to. Items <laughs> because that you think should exist by now. Yes, three top three items you believe should have existed by now. Or would have told would have existed by now, like hover cars, hover boards, uh, things like that. Just futuristic items uh, that in the year 2022, you would have expected that we would have had by now.
0: Yeah. So those of you who are new, uh... we're doing snake draft. I get the first pick. Then it goes Zach, then Josh. Uh, Josh, you're going to hop in there.
2: I have one question. Yeah. What about things that technically they do exist, like they have been invented or tried, but they're not mainstream like is there any level or room for that or they can't be invented at all
1: let's take it from the com- uh, from the consumer, consumer the commercial yeah. side so something that you would have expected would have been mainstream or something that okay. the normal person could have afforded or had a, as a good a luxury okay. maybe but still at least they could have gone out and got themselves
2: cool cool alright
0: so I get to go first and I think I gotta go with Those, self like those self tying lacing shoes from Back to the Future. I know that Nike ran a a what's it called like a a brief thing where they did something kind of like it, but not necessarily as fluid as as uh, the ones from Back to the Future. I want something like that. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to Mm -hmm. slide my foot in and then it just go tie it on up, and then it just ties it on up.
2: Yeah. It's like what, what the you know the meme. What we expected those shoes. What we got. It's like Yeezys.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's those weird looking Probably croc not. Yeezys. I <laughs> gotta say though, <laughs> my.
2: In general. One of my stepbrothers at a family function the last few weeks brought a pair of those that he bought for like a hundred something dollars. Wait, it guess was which very brother? Wait, Yeezys
1: are Crocs.
2: You guys don't know him? No, no he's on my in-law side. Oh, okay. But, okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, he's a teenager, and they're actually very comfortable. Although I'm a thirteen, and he, he's a size seven, so I couldn't really wear them. But I did try, <laughs> and it was quite comfortable. <laughs> well,
0: there you go. That's what you pay for—the oh, yeah. price of comfort, dog.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, Zach. What about you? Your own top three that you came up with? Totally not in the last ten
2: minutes. And then almost totally. failed on. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> not failed on. Yeah. Uh, I think by now we would have had some sort of vehicle for easy commute between land and sea. Uh, from again from the consumer side, so someone could easily pull up in some this boat car and just take it from there. Maybe not the most friendly of cars on land, but something you can at least move to the water with ease um, and something that's just agree. not like a float.
0: Have you seen the convertible SUVs that totally look like uh, boats on wheels? No,
1: they I are haven't. the most disgusting vehicles. On land? Yeah, that, sound, that sounds like a Lego that you someone basically. put co- wheels on. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope I never see that.
0: That's what I always picture whenever somebody says, uh a a land uh water vehicle i'm like yeah like a little boat but you put wheels on it
1: Mm -hmm. see i was just picturing like the big uh like the swamp uh (laughs) hovercraft yeah the hovercraft almost look at things but something a little bit more friendly in the car aspect james bond esque. i want to be able to submerge go under Mm. see a dolphin
0: now that is where things get tricky yeah. Is the submerging. I think if you were on top of the water, you'd be good. Uh but once you try to submerge a car, I think that that's when things things turn for the worst.
1: Yeah, that's when it's no longer a car. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Josh, you get two in a row on a difficult top 3 here for me at least. I'm waiting for it to come back to me to just pull things out of my ass.
2: Absolutely brutal top 3 for the last <laughs> second. Um I'm going to go number 1, surprised it made it this far. I'm going to go with uh commercial or consumer version of a jetpack um i know that jetpacks do i I would assume exist in some form but the fact that we don't have commercial ones we can buy for you know a few hundred dollars that you know i'm not looking to shoot up 100 feet into the sky but if you can just use one to kind of glide around town i feel like that is a perfectly reasonable, you know, item that people would actually buy and use or or maybe people that have trouble walking, have back pain, you know, can use that to kind of just glide a few feet above the ground instead of walking around. I, say, I think that's a
0: You could use them to clean your gutters, man. Instead of a ladder, you yes. just use a jetpack. Yeah, no more ladders. Uh, uh,
2: the only the only thing I would assume people have a problem with is like liability and stuff. But you know, I wouldn't even say that that's liability even comparable to like driving a car. So right. <laughs> driving true. a car is far that's more true. dangerous. That's, so yeah. you know, a jetpack that can take you up ten, fifteen feet, you know, I'd I'd be all in for that. Um, and then for my second one, this is gonna be more of a personal thing, a little bit of a rant with it as well. So. I don't understand why they don't have something like, think of like a food scale that you would buy. Right. Mm. But something where you can type in, whether it's like a pre-made meal or, you know, they have like a, think of like the apps that you use, right. They have the foods on them. Yeah. Basically something like that, where you can click either the ingredients or the meal that you're eating. And then you put in the food portion that you're about to eat. And it just tells you the total calories because the biggest problem I have with, counting calories is that if i decide to make you know chicken carbonara at home how the hell do i calculate all the calories like i have no idea how many calories are on every single ingredient so i feel like they should really make some type of optimal thing so i don't have to just stick to eating grilled chicken and rice if i want to count my calories
0: i gotta i got a tip for you buddy i've been i've been recently counting calories and some of the apps you can put in what you have of each thing as a recipe and then divide it out into servings so for example if i make say i think last week i made tuna mac right i was like okay one box of mac and cheese two cans of tuna a thing of peas and then this is going to you know make four different meals and then i divide all of the calories in it by four and you get what you want
2: that's in the oh, lose so you it like at. just the total calories of what you're using before right. you make the meal yeah and you know that that's it's gonna eventually equal that okay
1: i see josh's thing though i see josh like oh putting yeah together, i like, definitely crazy hamburger putting it yeah, in this yeah. like machine that looks like a uh just a machine like a toaster oven and it's like beep boop boop 700 calories and then you take it out and you're like all right i know m- what i'm doing
0: yeah like like the thing that um, Plankton had in the chum bucket where he was yeah, trying to put the Krabby exactly. Patty in there. But it Absolutely. just pops out, you know, your macros and your calories. It would be cool, mm. too, if you could have it, like, in your pocket. You could bring it with you to the restaurant, you know, just, like, put stuff on it. And it just kind of was like, yeah, this is going to be, you know, X amount of calories. And you're like, okay, cool. And then
2: just yeah. from there. <laughs> Yeah, because also like Isaiah, what you're saying totally works, but there's also like the laziness and convenience factor of it. You know, if I want, it's if I'm eating dinner and I've counted all the calories, it's like okay, this is 600 calories, and then I finish it and I'm like, oh, I want a little bit more, and I go up to my already made dinner. Like, okay, if I take two more scoops of it, how many calories is that? I don't know. It's already all made, so then you just have to guesstimate. So (laughs) a lot of it is probably just being a little bit lazy, but that's almost every product we have is is about laziness and convenience. So I feel like they should improve in that area. Problem.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I completely get that. Yeah, I think that's a good one for
1: sure. Is that back to you. All right. I'm surprised this one made it this far. I want to know what our pets are saying to us. I want to live in that age, whether it's going to be very good or very bad. I want them up. up absolutely. No. no, even if it's just for a day,
2: I will test that out. Nope. <laughs> just for a little. I oh. want to know i'm convinced that like uh you know how people have conspiracy theories they'll say like oh they have the cure for cancer but they'll never let it like let it out you know i feel mm-hmm. like someone has invented that device and they like put it on a dog and then what they heard was just like so vile that they immediately like destroyed the device and then killed themselves <laughs> like, <laughs> the humanity this can never, never have shown.
1: this yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> just them screaming for help just all right we're done
0: it was actually the last page of uh tesla's notebook and a guy with that's too much power just ripped <laughs> it out and threw it to the wind said <laughs> all the other things in this book are reasonable
1: but that and that's no. why he's excelling in this now
0: You both have met my dog, and if she could talk, she would be the most obnoxious being of all time. I think she would
1: just be very energetic and wanting of the pets.
2: She would be screaming at me right now. (laughs) The easy solution would be if the device can also translate your voice to the Mm. animal. That's the key. If it's only one way, it's going to be hell, right? But if you can also... Talk back and be like, "Hey, shut up!" And they actually understand. Hey, understand. Then it's game over.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Oh, okay." Now, yeah,
2: like, you, or yeah, or you just ate dinner. You don't need any of my meal. Oh, and then they understand uh, and they walk away. They're like, oh, okay.
1: And then they're like, "You didn't feed me enough. You haven't for four <laughs> years." And then you're yeah, Like, yeah. oh fuck! Are you telling the truth or you yeah? Bullshitting me?
2: You like hear them eating their food in the kitchen. They're like dog food. They're like, man, this is awful. I can't this believe I get fed this bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, definitely. I don't think I could live in a world where Nova could... I would have to be able to take away the ability. (laughs) Like, I would have to be like,
1: listen, Nova, this has been cool.
0: (laughs) Take away I need to know
1: that you can't understand me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Yeah, dude. Because
0: then, you know, all dogs would be spies,
1: bro. They already are.
0: All right. So that means I have two in a row, which means I'm really fucking screwed. Because I can't really think... (laughs) Of anything um, off the top of my head other than um, flying cars, I think, would be sick. I mean, there you go. Um, You know, the Jetsons had us convinced that we'd be in flying cars by now. And I think other than that, underwater cities would be
1: another thing that I would want I wish was invented. That's a great one. We could just expand on that.
2: Underwater as in it's all full of water and we have a device that allows us to breathe or you go underwater and then you enter into like a bubble like Phantom like an Alice. underwater
1: hotel, like where you can stay under there.
0: Yeah, I would say kind of like um, not like the first thing Josh mentioned, but more like a Bioshock, but not bad time okay. where you would go down there and, you know, there'd be a bunch of different buildings all connected by like tunnels and you can like walk through and you're just like walking in the ocean. I don't
2: know would be cool. Yeah, I mean, if they can make tunnels underwater, I don't see why they can't. Yeah, could you just imagine you drive?
0: Mean. You're just driving towards the coastline, then you go under, and then boom, you're in like the coolest casino underwater of all California. time.
2: <laughs> you know, in, in theory, it actually wouldn't be that surprising if you know we don't completely like toast our planet by the time this is needed. But eventually, if we got to a point where the population is so high that countries actually do start building off of their land into Into under the water water to expand i actually could see that being a possibility but that's like way down the line and we'll probably all be gone by then
0: yeah i think because we've seen countries that have done like you know they've made land on top of the water where there was water and then they made it into land but i want to go into the water but i i
1: I, know do you want a floating city the city floats away. <laughs> well, you'd have to have some way of control. You're just not free floating. <laughs> your,
2: your city is floating into our country's territory.
1: We didn't We didn't think
2: this through. The city Prepare just moves from different
0: God. port to different port. That'd be the littest shit yeah. yeah. of all time. I mean, I want right? that instead. Boom. <laughs> well, oh, wait. That's just a, a super yacht. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. I just got to become Jeff Bezos.
1: Yeah. <laughs> got me there.
0: He just basically has the size of North Ridgeville on the wall. you
1: could also argue that for all of our uh, <laughs> options so far. You could just be yeah. Jeff Bezos and you, this probably exists what in your world. if we
0: bought a cruise ship and we just <laughs> cruise shipped around the world?
1: <laughs> I still don't think we could have bought a cruise ship if we all put some, all our money together. <laughs> including the viewers right now. All right, Zach. <laughs> you're back up. <laughs> Am I? Damn it. Uh <laughs> I was hoping I was a little bit more time. I think, I think I'm going to stick to the water, uh, theme and go with artificial gills or an easier way to breathe underwater. Um, I know you have the scuba diving gear and all that stuff, but like people can't necessarily get crazy deep or just stay down there for a long period of time in a accessible or free movement, uh, sort of atmosphere, uh, I thought that would have been by now, especially with all the TV shows back then of just flapping on some artificial gear, somehow getting a bubble around you. I imagine that's pretty scientific. I remember watching a video
0: about um, a Kickstarter scam where they had like that mask that you could put on that would just let you breathe in the water. Okay. And they raised, like, a fucking lot of money. And then the people who started the Kickstarter just
1: disappeared. (laughs) Funny how that works when people throw free money at
0: you. (laughs) It's like, damn. That's one of the things I've always wanted, right? You just, like, put on, like, a little, like, mask. And then you could go and just swim around. You don't got to worry about fucking going too deep. Kind of like a snorkel, but with with no little tube that needs to go above the water. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Josh.
2: Um, so, for the last one, I'm going to go with um, headphone option for movie theaters. Uh, I don't understand why that's not an option. Every movie theater should have the option for you to wear your own personal set of like Bose headphones or something. Holy shit, um, that should be invented I think Josh literally. Won. Yeah, that should, Josh won that the should segment. Be
1: invented.
0: <laughs> I should be able to walk in with my AirPods and be like, hey, AirPods,
1: connect Blue to the to movie. It, right? Yeah. yeah, you don't even have <laughs> to use theirs. Wow,
2: shit, John. Yeah, if it was just an open Bluetooth, <laughs> that's even better. But I'm thinking, now, The ideally, it'd be the whole theater. So imagine you're walking into a theater to get ready for a movie, and it's just silent. Like, there's no sound coming from the screen. That'd be pretty weird. <laughs> but even if, weird. They ha- even if they have the sound, but they just give you the option, like, hey, do you want to wear headphones? I feel like it would just make the uh, experience a lot better. But um, I'm sure there might be some drawbacks in, in sound quality. Uh, plus it's like, do you want to use headphones that a hundred other people use you know, there's stuff to get around there. But I think the bring your own option is also, would also be a huge, uh, idea if they, you know, had some type of Bluetooth password or something that comes with your ticket. But yeah, definitely would have thought just improvements to the theater experience in general, but specifically for the sake of this, uh, headphone option. Wow. Yeah, dude, imagine you bring,
0: you bring your own Bluetooth headphones and then you can listen to the movie if you need to go to the bathroom. So you can hear yeah, what's going miss, on. Yeah, you don't yeah, miss wow.
1: anything. I don't think we've ever listen. had such a clear winner in a top three segment to <laughs> yeah. date than Josh right now. We're calling AMC
2: yeah. right after this. So we've yeah, got the billion-dollar idea. idea. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think listen. I think uh, the, it, you might be fighting with that with uh, Cherry for our uh, Soda Flavors top three. I think that might, true. Be, might have been that's clear, true. That's a clear true. winner. <laughs> <laughs> All right cherry okay (laughs) All right. well the list is over
0: well gentlemen this is where I stand on the shore and I wave goodbye to all of the Marvel fans because this is the one this is the one I stand my ground and I let you guys fade off into the sunset on your Marvel fanship and today we're talking about Doctor Strange 2 the multiverse of madness is that what it's called
2: yeah, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. In yeah. the
0: Multiverse of Madness.
2: Josh, you want to um, take away at
0: least the the intro to this topic for us?
2: Yeah, so Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness came out this past weekend. Um, financially is doing really well, which is, you know, cool for movie theaters, obviously recovering from the pandemic. Um, but just outside of all that, we're mostly going to be talking about the movie itself. Zach, did you see this movie?
1: I have not yet, no.
2: Okay, so we're not going to be going into, you know, a bunch of spoilers or anything. Um, I- I'm just going to discuss, you know, my main thoughts on the movie. Um, but since I'm the only one that's seen it, I think before I get into that, it might be a little bit better to for you guys to kind of clear up your opinions first. I know, Isaiah, that you talked about it in the last stream. But if you can kind of talk a little bit more in depth about why you made the decision to not see this movie to put it a little bit more into context. I know you saw Spider-Man no way home and, and previous to that, we've talked about, you know, Captain Marvel on the show, end game on the show, you know? So what was it after Spider-Man that you decided you were not seeing these movies anymore?
0: So after end game, I was pretty much like, okay, I've seen, this is a good stopping point for, for, those who have you know got on to the marvel train this is one of the stations where it will stop you know and i won't have to get the next 25 movies before the next station that's basically the way i see it and um i ended up seeing spider-man because that was him and iron man are pretty much the only two characters i really cared all that much about anymore so seeing that spider-man movie was was good enough. I should have stopped after end game, but it's fine. Um, basically have been superheroed out. I've never been huge into the movies and I didn't even see most of the first, whatever, four phases <clears throat> of movies that came out. So I figured it was time that I stopped keeping up.
2: okay and zach um i know you had talked a little bit about possibly seeing the movie um Mm -hmm. what uh what you know were you just busy or was there a specific decision you didn't see it this weekend are you planning on going to see the movie while it's in theaters or waiting what's your
1: i still plan to use one of my probably five going to the movie uh, events this year on this movie uh i just unfortunately Mother's Day weekend, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but Mother's Day weekend, other things going on, Uh, just wasn't able to get in just yet.
2: Oh, okay. And uh, I'm also curious for both of you to, I know for me, (laughs) if I hadn't have seen this movie um, on Friday, it would have been extremely difficult to, essentially impossible for me to not see spoilers online, uh, mostly through TikTok. Uh, where when you're scrolling through tiktok you know you scroll into a video it you know there's no warning like the video is going Mm. um and you know some people are you know uh Mm. nice enough to put like spoiler warning for a few seconds before the video starts Uh, but then on youtube also you know within the first day or so of the movie being out you just go on i would go on my youtube homepage and the first recommended video is a someone recording the movie from inside the theater showing a scene from the movie so I'm curious from you guys, you haven't seen the movie yet, has anything, have you just happened across anything that was a spoiler or any leaks, anything like that?
1: Nothing yet. Alyssa has seen the movie too and she's been pretty good at keeping it quiet. She went and saw it with her dad uh, last weekend and luckily no slips as of yet or random things have come across on social media but I feel like it's getting closer. I feel like (laughs) as the it comes farther away from the actual launch state, that sort of um, etiquette goes away pretty quick.
0: I, uh, yeah, I think I pretty much don't rotate in enough movie esque circles in order to get something spoiled for me in movies because I almost never either I'm very good at ignoring them or I never get them. And I'm not currently on TikTok, so I think that that is probably one of the bigger benefits for me. Because, like, my YouTube recommended is just, you know, comedian podcasts and Formula One shit. So, like, there's not much talking about Marvel and those things. And then my Twitter is just people I know who are not hell-bent on being like, this movie was trash because this. And then it'd be ruined <laughs> for me. <laughs>
2: You know, it's interesting you say that about YouTube. I uh, for the longest time on my YouTube, I didn't have my the setting turned on to where it would track what I watched. So the way that my algorithm would like decide what to recommend to me, I mean, I don't know exactly how it worked. It was very kind of random. Um, and then eventually one day, YouTube was like. Uh, asked me if I wanted to turn it on, and I think I was more so turning it on because I wanted to be able to go back to videos I had started that, like, I didn't finish and actually have a log of it so I don't forget, and the algorithm part of it was, like, an afterthought. I didn't even think about that, but, oh, my God, I, I totally understand now what people are saying about falling down rabbit holes because, like, I turn it on, you know, you watch two videos from any creator or two videos from any topic, that's all you're getting recommended for the next week. And it's Mm -hmm. so easy to fall down these, these, these uh, pipelines and these rabbit holes of different topics. I, you know, it's very interesting to see how much different my YouTube has changed from that. But yeah,
0: um, I watched one video about a thing I didn't understand in formula one. And then my, all of my recommended videos were like one comedian video. was like this, 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 all of formula one stuff. And I was just like, well, I'm in it. I'm here. I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh, it's reassuring to hear that though, that, not, that you guys haven't seen many spoilers or anything that you recognize because as me, someone who does, you know, online work in those circles, it, I don't really know, like. Are there people that don't watch these movies that the week they're coming out, all the spoilers are on their YouTube and they just know everything that happens, even though they're not even interested in the movie? That's mm-hmm. kind of been a fear of mine. So that, that is a little bit reassuring to hear that, um, that, that it's a little bit more easily avoidable if you're not so, you know, trenched already in the material, mm-hmm. um, which which I guess makes sense. I'm not seeing a bunch of anime spoilers pop up on mine. So, yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's logical. <laughs> um so getting into the actual movie, I, again, I'm the only one that saw it, so I'm not going like to belabor the point or anything, um, but I will just give my overall thoughts on it. Um, I did enjoy the movie. It's directed by Sam Raimi, who directed the original Spider-Man trilogy in the early 2000s. He's also famous for directing horror movies like the Evil Dead movies um, and, and other ones, so he's been a director for a really long time. And he, he, As a director, he did really well. You can tell that Marvel and Disney allowed him to kind of do his own thing for a lot of it and it feels like that uh there's a different feel to it It doesn't feel like a generic marvel movie mostly sometimes it does um and i think that everything in the movie with wanda uh, elizabeth olsen's character wanda maximoff scarlet witch all of that in the movie is great with her character but i think that overall the writing for the movie isn't the best and the overall story isn't the best because of it the writer uh for the movie has never written a movie before it's his first one and they gave him dr strange 2 uh kind of an interesting choice um so i wasn't the biggest fan of like the story or how it ended up going um but overall i think i would recommend it just you know based on the visuals and how cool dr strange movies are if you can see it in 3d i would recommend that i didn't see it in 3d but i did see it in imax which i really liked um so I would recommend it as a theater watch if you like superhero movies. I think that it sounds a little bit generic, but with a movie like this, if you're not a fan of superhero movies, this will not be the one to bring you in and make you a fan. But if you're a fan of these movies at all, you'll probably enjoy this one. It's, it's kind of in that camp of, yeah, it's really good, but it's not going to you know change anybody's mind about what they feel about these movies. Um But I I did overall enjoy it, so uh, that's that's kind of my overall thoughts on it. I mean, since you guys haven't seen it, do you have any questions about it, or was there anything you were um, interested in about it?
0: So you have watched all or most of the Marvel content on Disney Plus?
2: I've watched all of it, yeah. I did not finish the series What If, the animated series. I did not watch every episode. I only watched the ones that looked interesting to me, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't the biggest fan of that show, and it's not, you know, it's a cartoon. Uh, Not not that there's anything wrong with cartoons, but it's just, it's not, you know, as connected. Yeah. But besides that, I've watched it all.
0: So does a lot of that Disney Plus content factor into this movie?
2: So the only one, yeah, the only one that does is WandaVision, the first show that came out, because that's Wanda's show, Scarlet Witch's show, that directly ties into it. But I think Mm. even if you, some people would disagree with this, but I think even if you did not watch anything from Disney Plus or WandaVision, The movie does a fine enough job bringing you up to speed pretty quickly on what you need to care about, Um, and I don't think that's an issue. You're going to get more of the emotional beats. You're going to get more of the character stuff if you've watched the show, but that's the only show you would need to watch, and even that I don't think is a required viewing. I would say it's more required to watch the first Doctor Strange than to watch WandaVision, and even the first Doctor Strange I don't think is is (laughs) even required either, so... Hmm.
1: How are we looking at viewing time for it? I know the last few have been pretty lengthy. Um, Are we looking at the same here? So back to sort of the normal two, two and a half.
2: Yeah, so uh, it's actually only two hours and five minutes, which I thought was good because, it, you know, it gets in and gets out. I
1: that up as a win. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I do think uh, the second act of the movie, though, the middle of the movie does still really drag. And it's really weird because they only have two hours, but yet they like waste a lot of time, in my opinion. So it, there were times during the movie that I was bored. Like, I did not think I would go pee during the movie. I thought if I had to pee, I wow. would just hold it. But there mm-hmm. there was actually, a, it got to a point where I'm like, ah, I'm, just, I'm not going to miss anything. Here, you know which did not happen for you know the batman which was three hours long so um Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's not the quickest paced movie but it is only two hours
1: okay
2: was there
0: there a post credit scene uh yeah right yes yeah there's
2: there is a mid and a post i don't think either of them are like rivet they're not neither of them are like earth shattering they're they're not anything that's gonna like uh you know i think you could look them both up online just after seeing the movie and you're not really gonna miss anything you know the the purists will disagree with that but i've honestly got to the point where i don't think there's been that great of a, of a credit scene since like spider-man far, uh far from home you know like it's it's been quite a while since there's one that i'm like wow that was worth staying so i don't the mind staying though in,
0: the swarm scene. <laughs> the the swarm scene. Let's.
2: Well, that's, yeah, that's How many years decade. ago was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. A Decade. <laughs> a Decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. So. Jesus. Um, so yeah, th- they're fine.
0: The only other, the only other question I have is, what is the screen time like for Wong? Because we could, we could pull me in if Wong is a, a major character in this in this movie. Because I've always been interested in Wong. He always has just a, a small part.
2: What I would say with Wong is that, like with a lot of characters in this movie, actually, he is not, um, he's not like the main character of the movie, obviously, but the movie does a good job of its supporting cast being in the movie the whole time, even if they're not the focus, if that makes sense. So like, most scenes that are going on, either Wong is in the scene or he's doing something else and we're going back and forth between one thing and then going back to what Wong is involved in and going back and forth. So you're never away from Wong for that long in the movie, which I, which I thought was good. And he's also hilarious. Just continues to get funnier. <laughs> the best. He's the best, the best. When it comes to comedy, the best part of comedy in this movie is him for sure. Nice. Uh, and there's not a ton compared to a lot of Marvel movies. The comedy is lessened. It's a little bit darker and more horror vibes, which I liked. But Wong is hilarious whenever he's there.
0: I like that. Isaiah liked that it would pop up on my little HUD for you. You need I that
1: button. It. You need to smack that button and you see a banner come across. It's Isaiah, Isaiah like that. that. <laughs> Isaiah approved.
2: So yeah, that's that. but that's just my initial thoughts. I just wanted to get that out there since obviously um, we talk about these movies a lot. So just wanted to at least have a discussion about it. Um, I wish I had a more hyperbolic opinion one way or the other, whether I really loved it or I did really it, but unfortunately it was just fine. There was some things that were disappointed in, some things I thought were cool, and it was just overall, you know, decent. But an update, quick update, when we did the summer movie preview, I talked about how nothing had to come out for Thor, Love and Thunder. And of course, one day before the episode dropped on podcast and YouTube, the trailer came out. <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> we were and... there technically live. We were there <laughs> and breaking on it
2: yeah and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's only ninety second trailer but it's pretty funny and i it comes out in two months. I'm really psyched for that, so I'm hoping that one will will, will be a lot a more uh I'll be a lot more enthused once that rolls around
0: so my last question is what is left uh announced on the Marvel slate other than Thor love and Thunder
2: Sure, i'm gonna bring it up real quick just because just so I don't forget anything but off the top of my head um the next movie is Thor, which is in july um The next show on Disney Plus, Moon Knight, just wrapped up, which I would recommend to uh, anyone, regardless if you're a fan of an MCU or not. I think Moon Knight's probably the best show they've had so far uh, with Oscar Isaac. Um, But they have Miss Marvel as the next Disney Plus show, which is about actually a younger child becoming a superhero. That's going to be on Disney Plus. Then they have Thor. Uh, They also have. Black Panther sequel is supposed to come out at the end of the year, but things are kind of still fuzzy on that for obvious reasons. Um, There was obviously the death of Chadwick Boseman, but Mm -hmm. also um, there, you know, the actress who played Suri, who was going to kind of take over that role in the movie, ended up, you know, not wanting to get vaccinated, and it caused a delay in the thing, and no one really knows what's happening. So I don't know if that's going to come out or not, uh, but that is the plan. And then Ant-Man 3 Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is supposed to come out at the beginning of next year. Guardians of the Galaxy three next year, and then the sequel to Captain Marvel next year as well. So that's, that's the main stuff still going on.
0: Out of all of those things that you named, none of them really appeal to me. Maybe Thor love and thunder. Maybe I'd have to see the trailer. That's why I got off the train when I did, but you know, what was me let people like things is how I feel. So if you guys are if you guys are pumped up on that, I uh, I know that that Josh is always willing to have a conversation about things like that. So you can hit him up on where do you like to be hit up on to talk about movies? Is that Letterbox or is it what was uh, yeah, it
2: called? yeah, I don't know, really use Letterbox. I would just say if you want to follow me uh online for movie stuff, um the best place is actually probably on on YouTube, uh on on one of my locations. So obviously there's this one, Hooligan Radio, but I also have a movie related channel called watch more movies where i just talk discuss movies twice a week um with my brother Devin, and then i also have another youtube channel the target audience with friend of the podcast alex um and we actually watch stuff and react to it not as many movies more to so tv shows on that one but um i would just you know check check me out there
0: do you guys take requests on watch more movies for movies to oh, yeah, watch yeah
2: for sure yeah for sure
0: you guys should watch rush
2: on Netflix is that with uh, Chris Hemsworth? yeah, it's chris Hemsworth um, okay,
0: and it's about formula one
2: yeah i've seen I've scrolled past it when i was on when I've been on Netflix, so I know i've uh yeah it looks interesting maybe I'll check that out yeah
0: it's a really good i it's that a really good familiar. movie, it's like a good racing movie um you don't really need to know all that much about Formula One for it to actually matter. It's just a good racing movie. I watched it on friday because of race weekend in miami so i would recommend that but with that that's being like your said version
1: of us watching the draft before the draft for the nfl
0: yeah exactly <laughs> now nah, it's more like watching the league before the draft <laughs> oh you know that's
1: actually a lot better of a way to describe it that is fair